Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Money Matters with Mike, with your host, Mike Zeno. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Mike works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for. And he can help you, too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Mike Zeno. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Mike Zeno coming to you from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Happy Saturday, people. What a great time to be alive in these United States of America. Money Matters with Mike is a show designed to arm you with information and give you plenty of meat on the bone to chew on each and every single week. And today, we are absolutely bringing the heat again. On today's show, we're going to discuss how to protect your retirement from inflation including how to manage rising prices and preserve your buying power. As always, I have the distinct honor and privilege of being joined by the one and only, my co-host and producer extraordinaire, Mr. Matt McClure. Matt, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing great, Mike, except, you know, my, my wallet's a little lighter from all of these uh, rising prices. But hey, other than that, I'm doing fine. <laughs> facts, right? Facts. I think everybody's wallets are a little bit, you know, lighter in 2023 than they were in previous years for sure yeah definitely i mean that's going to be the the bulk of our discussion today is you know really just kind of breaking that down why it's happening and um you know what you can do to protect against it uh, a lot of great information here over this next hour that i am really really looking forward to and i know that you are as well because this is something I'm sure, Mike, that you have had to deal with on a person-to-person on a -person basis, you know, one-on-one -on -one with uh, the people you work with each and every day for the past year plus. Yeah, th those are absolute facts, Matt. In fact, I am astounded at how many pre-retirees uh, and retirees, which is even more crucial, who don't have inflation uh, combatants built into their retirement income plan. And so, you know, these people, it, 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 their, their purchasing power is literally being cut significantly. I mean, significantly each and every single year with the rising cost of living. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, and we had been sort of, and I've said this before, but we've been sort of lulled into that false sense of security in the previous, say, decade because we just had not seen um, an economic situation like we have over these past couple of years uh, because we had low inflation. We had low interest rates, very low interest rates. And so now uh, we have the opposite of that. So <laughs> we'll we, we definitely do have the opposite of that. And, you know, this past week, the Fed chose not to raise interest rates again. But, you know, what's funny is, is that the people who are selling goods and services, they didn't lower the cost of their goods and services, right? So those still go up and up and up. And while the Fed does its best to try to combat that rising cost of living, um, some would say they failed miserably. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a, a struggle and they've been trying to walk this tightrope and whether or not they've fallen off the tightrope, who knows? <laughs> we'll leave we report you decide but um anyway a lot of great stuff to come up here over this next hour mike we do have 
um, a, an opportunity here at the beginning to just give a shout out to all of the listeners who are uh, tuning in today, whether you're listening to us on the radio on WRHI or if you are, um, you know, maybe downloading the podcast, listening to us kind of uh, on demand, wherever you might be, not only in the greater Charlotte area, but wherever you are around the world. I mean, we are truly a global enterprise here at Money Matters with Mike, and that is just the way we like it. You can always find the, the uh, podcast anywhere you subscribe to podcasts. Uh, you can also go to the website, listen to past episodes there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please, please, please. We give you uh, a lot of great video highlights and some special content there. So a lot of great stuff. And I know our Facebook page, it kind of has been blowing up and and uh, we love to see it. We do. In fact, uh, pre-retirees and retirees make up the the largest users of the Facebook. And so when people reach out to me uh, via direct message and they ask us to talk about some you know certain things and they ask us, uh, situational, uh, you know, occasions. Hey, what would you do if, you know, whatever happens, happens. And it, it's just a get great way of, of providing an immediate source of communication for all of our listeners. So if you're on Facebook, go ahead and search Money Matters with Mike, like the page, subscribe. That way you're always kept up to date for everything. And if you have any questions or any situations that you want hashed out on a show, just feel free to reach out to us. Absolutely do that. You can go to moneymatterswithmike.com once again to do that very thing. You can also go there to uh, receive a free report on the 23 retirement cost cutters for 2023, filled with a lot of great ideas, some very practical and, and applicable things to your everyday life, uh, some great tips for cutting costs and you know, making this whole inflation situation a little bit more bearable. Once again, moneymatterswithmike.com or 704-560-1573. Well, our quote of the week is coming up as we start off our conversations with some words from not just an investor, but I think like the investor. Uh, we'll, we'll have that in just a moment. We'll do an inflation demonstration for pretty much the whole hour here um, as we're talking about inflation and rising prices, the cost of living really um, just getting more and more uh, difficult for people. Where inflation's hitting the hardest, we'll talk about gas prices and all of that, uh, how in inflation is impacting retirees in a disproportionate way as well. Uh, talk a little bit about Social Security. Is it keeping pace with those rising costs? Um, strategies for protecting your lifestyle in retirement as well. We've got so much to get to over this next hour. Let us not hesitate, not one moment more, as we get into the bulk of our show today with our quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. Well, as promised, our quote this week comes from the guy I just referred to a minute ago as the investor, uh, Warren Buffett. I mean, the Oracle of Omaha. This is this is a man who knows a thing or two about investing. And here we go with this quote, which is very appropriate for today's conversation. Warren Buffett once said, inflation eats up the fruits of your labor, leaving you with less to enjoy in your golden years. And boy, does it. Man, I tell you, I think that the Oracle of Omaha's quote highlights the significant impact that inflation can have both on retirees as well as their financial well-being. So I kind of wanted to break down the quote and explore how the rising cost of living specifically affects retirees. Hungry for something to chew on? 
Here's some meat on the bone. Inflation is the gradual increase in the prices of goods and services over time. That's what it is. And when this happens, every unit of currency that you hold, those are dollars if you're listening in the United States, uh, becomes less valuable as it can buy fewer and fewer goods and services as compared to the past. So that erosion of purchasing power is a key concern for retirees. Well, then he said it eats up the fruits of your labor. Okay. And this part of the quote emphasizes that the money that you've worked so hard to save and invest over the entirety of your working years may lose its value due to inflation. And for retirees, this can mean that the nest egg that they've built up, guess what? It might not provide the same standard of living um, as they had anticipated. And then what that does is it leaves you with less to enjoy during what are supposed to be your golden years. So retirees typically rely on their savings, uh, their pensions, if they were fortunate enough to have them, uh, and their investments to fund their golden years. Well, if the cost of living keeps rising due to inflation, then retirees will find that their fixed incomes or savings don't stretch as far as they used to, and that can lead to a reduced quality of life. And it may require retirees to make financial sacrifices, things they don't want to give up, which is going to impact their ability to enjoy their retirement fully. And so some specific examples, obviously, is that you know we talked about retirees having a fixed income from sources like Social Security uh, or pensions or annuities. Um, as the cost of living increases, their fixed incomes, again, buys less, and that makes it challenging to co cover those everyday expenses such as groceries, health care, housing. Their erosion of savings happens a lot faster because those retirees are relying on the savings and investments to supplement their income during their golden years. And if their investments do not keep pace with inflation, then the real value of their savings goes down. And so that means that retirees may need to draw their social security even faster or deplete their nest egg sooner than expected. And I think that's huge, Matt, right? So, you know, th that's just a couple things. We can talk about the impact on healthcare. We can talk about, you know, housing. Um, and here's one, I, you know, off the top of my dome, right? Fixed income investments, retirees often favor much more conservative investment like bonds and CDs for their stability uh, in the past. And that's how they were able to generate income. However, if the interest rates on those investments fail to keep up with inflation, then obviously they're going to see a decrease in the real return of those investments. So, you know, to combat and to kind of mitigate the impact that inflation has on both pre-retirees and retirees, financial planning folks is crucial. Okay. And so retirees may consider investing in annuities that come with built in inflation adjusted income riders while still maintaining a diversified portfolio in order to help manage risk. And so additionally, you know, working with a financial professional and regularly adjusting the retirement income strategy 
can help retirees and pre-retirees navigate the challenges that are posed by inflation and help them enjoy a much more secure retirement. And that really is what it's all about. You know, when you when you are planning your retirement, you want that security. You want some guarantees in life. And and there are so few of those <laughs> that I, I, you know, I feel like that's what so many people are looking for today is just some sort of something that they can count on um, looking into the future. And, and, you know, I mean, we look at a situation like going back a few years, um, 2008 and like 2007, 2008, when the um, economic crisis then happened, a lot of people lost all of their livelihoods. I mean, they were just all in in the stock market and then they did lost everything. And so that just shows the importance of having those guarantees in place where if that happens, you have at least a good chunk of your retirement plan that's in a different kind of vehicle that is not subject to the whims and fancies and uh, and devastation that can happen on Wall Street. Yeah, 100%. You know, I, I've said it before. It's actually on my website. You know, anything that costs you your peace of mind is simply not worth it. I mean, there's there's no price that anybody can put on not having to worry about what's going on in the news, whether it's locally, regionally, nationally, or internationally. Because guess what, folks? How much of that do you have control over, right? None. But how much of that noise that's going on out there can negatively impact the bottom line figure of your portfolio? All of it. So you just have to be prudent and, and use common sense and make sure that you have things in place to protect yourself and hedge against inflation, especially during your retirement golden years. Yeah, that's right. It's absolutely so, so important. And we'll get to a lot of the reasons why uh, over this uh, next little bit here as we talk about that um, whole you know situation that's been going on with rising costs, with inflation over these past couple of years. And, and let's actually kind of dive into a few numbers here, Mike, as we start that portion of the show off. And it's really it, not as bad as it has been, you know, as we look at the year over year numbers right now. I mean, we're, we're not looking at an overall inflation number of nine percent like we saw last year at the at the highest point. But we are seeing different categories surpass that by quite a bit in a few cases. And so there are portions of the economy, different things, uh, goods and services that are costing more. Let's run through a few of these here, because from August 2022 to August 2023, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, a CPI, the Consumer Price Index, um, these are some of those increases in cost. The first one, Mike, is very familiar to us all. Uh, groceries, more than 4% more expensive. I know I have experienced that every time I walk down the grocery aisle. I'm sure you would probably agree. <laughs> well, my wife has experienced that because unless she asks me to pick something up, I try to stay away from the grocery stores. <laughs> she, she doesn't trust you with it. That's what it is. Right. Isn't it? What happens is when I go in the grocery stores, I'm hungry. And so I'll always end up spending a heck of a lot more than you know just what's on a list. So she tends to just go to the grocery stores. But yeah, over four percent is crazy. You know, the the one that I that hit me the most is food away from home is is actually six and a half percent more expensive this year than it was last year. Heck, how many of you guys out there remember when you could get a, a combo meal at a, at a at a Wendy's or at a Chick Fil A or you know any fast food restaurant and it sets you back maybe five six bucks, right? 
those days are long gone. I went to Chick-fil-A the other day and, and, and I ordered just a regular combo. Didn't supersize anything. Okay. Cause I don't need the supersizing around my waist <laughs> and it was almost $12. And I'm like, holy cow, when did this happen? It seems like it happened overnight. Yeah. It really kind of does. And that's, you know, it's, it's not fun. I, I, I try not to supersize anything because my uh, I'm telling you, over these past couple of years, this waste has been supersized, as you uh, as you alluded to there. Um, you, you know, living just just living somewhere, roof over your head, is another thing that's really costing more, especially if you're a renter, uh, which millions and millions are, of course. Seven point eight percent more expensive for rent in August of this year compared to the year before. Right. And I think that really hits people who are renting their homes. Why? Because what's happening is, is there is less demand for people who are selling their homes. And with when you couple the, the extraordinary interest rates that we're now seeing for mortgages, you know, it, it actually may be cheaper to rent. However, landlords know this and the, the rent prices are being jacked up. So when you're talking about almost an 8 percent increase year over year on rent, that is huge. Yeah. Another household expense, electricity, 2.1% more expensive garbage collection. This was one that I didn't expect to see as a, as a category, but it kind of, it, it makes sense if you think about it, uh, garbage collection, 8.9%. So just shy of 9% more expensive. And, and the reason I say it make kind of makes sense is because how do the garbage trucks run? Oh, they run on gas. And that has really gone up over this past year. It has. And then because everything is more expensive, people tend to stay home thinking it's cheaper, not knowing that, you know, their groceries are going up, they're consuming more of them. So therefore the garbage is more of it. So yeah, I mean, it all kind of ties into each, uh, you know, to each other. Greater, greater volume of garbage. There's no bulk discount on the garbage pickup, you know? <laughs> Six degrees of garbage collection. Right. Exa exactly. This is the garbage collection hour with Mike Sato. No, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's more expensive. And, and also, you know, going hand in hand with, with vehicles, right? Motor vehicle insurance. So car insurance, <laughs> 19. I feel this hard because I have multiple vehicles and I have two daughters that, that are on my policy. Yeah. I feel this very, very hard. Yeah. I've seen this increase in mine as well. And at 19.1% more expensive for car insurance this year over last year as of August. Boy, that's a huge jump. And even, you know, getting the car fixed when it's, uh, when there's something wrong with it, a little, uh, little banged up maybe, or you need uh, some work done under the hood, 17% more expensive. Uh, new cars, almost 3% more. Um, and, and so, you know, I mean, it's already, you couple all of that with the gas prices, which we'll address here momentarily, um, right. you know, get, getting in the car, going to work or wherever is, it's not a cheap prospect these days. It is definitely not. And, and so, I mean, obviously when, when labor is going up and the, and the cost of the parts are going up, all of that kind of, just like you said, ties in to why not only is the insurance and the repair and new vehicles, they're all going increasing in price. And, and I saw something that, uh, last week, I think I was reading that the average price of a new vehicle is now eclipsing $53,000. That's the average price. And, <laughs> and I remember paying 600 bucks for my first car. Of course it broke down on the way home. Oh um, well, yeah. But <laughs> back, back before there were lemon laws, uh, <laughs> But, you know, the average price at $53,000, to me, that's incredible. That That's insane. I mean, it, actually, you go back, and this was, of course, during the housing crisis, uh, you know, after the, the bubble burst and all of that. Yeah. You could buy an, a house 
for for that or cheaper in a lot of places and not necessarily in all that bad condition. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> right, right. Oh, no. It's gone completely the opposite direction uh, here over the last you know decade, especially over the past couple of years. Um, the houses that you used to be able to buy for 50 grand are now somewhere between 175 and 225 on yeah, average. Right. And, and, you know, it all goes up from there. Um, healthcare, uh, costs also been on the increase, especially over the counter drugs, about seven and a half percent more expensive than last year. Hygiene products, 7.3%, baby food and formula, more than 8% more expensive. I mean, it's all, uh, you know, all of these different categories, um, have been going up, uh, transportation services as well, over 10% more expensive. So, yeah, I mean, those are the different categories that we really are seeing. A lot of these do kind of boil down to, um, or come back to, I guess I should say, maybe a better way to put it, energy prices, because right. getting goods from point A to point B is kind of the starting point of that chain of getting it to, to us and to our homes and all of that. So, Nope. If if that price is more expensive, then it just they're they're passing the non savings along to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and due to the pandemic, you know, when everything shut down and the the shipping lanes basically came to a halt, nothing was allowed to get into the country. That's when you saw everything just blow up. And these are everyday items that every one of us who's listening uses on a regular basis. It's not those, you know, special occasion items that we're doing. We're talking about, you know, uh, toothpaste, <laughs> you know, we're talking about shaving cream, you know, like baby food, regular stuff that everyday people use each and every day. And, and I, you and I have talked about this over the past years that, you know, if they would fix the supply chain, the rest of it would take care of itself. But they tried to come at it from a different angle, which, again, I don't understand, but I've never understood you know, the, the, why the politicians do what they do anyway. This is true. And, and, uh, I actually, when I did an interview last year, probably about this time with an economist at, from, I believe from Georgia tech, I know I just said those two words that you don't, don't attack me through the screen here. Um, but I talked to an economist from, it was either Georgia tech or Georgia state, one of the two. And she was telling me, tech, I remember, yeah, she, you'll never forget it. She was telling me that, you know, that's, wouldn't it be nice if the policymakers would do, try and do this from the supply side of things, improve the supply chain, get that fixed and, and unclogged, you know, all, but she goes, the, the way that they do it is historically, and we've seen it come true now, the opposite. It's on the demand side. They try to tamp down demand rather than ramp up supply. Yeah. And, and I mean, I guess common sense is not all that common. The economist that I actually share the, the, you know, the same wave, we're on the same wavelength and share the same thought process. When, if you fix the choke point, the rest will take care of itself and we won't have to stop down demand and try to keep people, you know, in their homes and not able to go out and spend again, fix the supply and everything takes care of itself. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I guess I'm just in, like you, Micah, we're, we're kind of optimists when it comes I mean, to that it, you know it's like wouldn't that be nice <laughs> right and, and and you know that that leads us into gasoline we're going to talk about you know how gas has just gotten crazy i mean if you remember what happened way back when 2005 katrina happened you know we saw gas in the united states jumping five six bucks a gallon why the supply wasn't there they fixed the supply it came down okay and and so now gas the average cost according to 
um, you know, the 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 latest figures that we've seen is three dollars and eighty eight cents a gallon. And that's just for regular gas. You know, God forbid you have a truck or a high performance vehicle that takes premium or diesel. Right. Three dollars and eighty eight cents a gallon as of last Monday, according to AAA. Yeah. And as you say, that's the average for regular. So, I mean, a lot of places it could be a bit lower, but in a lot of places it's a lot higher uh, than that. And, you know, especially out West, especially out West, you know, you, if you ever look at the, the website, gasprices.aaa.com, that's where I, I, I go there almost every day, just being in that heat map. Exactly. It really kind of, kind of is because like the, that de- the desert Southwest is a lot of the, the red area on the map, meaning the higher prices. Um, but where gas mm-hmm. is most expensive right now, I mean, or as of d- at least this earlier this week, um, you know, California leading the pack uh, number one in a category you don't want to be number one in 569 a gallon for regular on average um, wow it's just insane crazy yet another reason why i'll never live in california <laughs> i mean beautiful state but i you know state. walk walk out the door right it was like you walk out the door a hundred hundred dollars falls out of your pocket you know it's just it's kind of crazy yeah um, Washington state as well, over $5 a gallon. Those are kind of the, the two big ones. They are over five bucks, but you also have, um, Nevada, Hawaii, Oregon, Alaska, Arizona, Utah, all above $4.30 or higher than that. And you, you see why the average, the nationwide average is so high because I know, you know, here in Georgia, uh, where I am and in, in South Carolina, where you are, it's, it's much cheaper than any of that. Um, it's not, it's not cheap by any stretch, but it is much cheaper. It is much cheaper. And and if you look at that heat map, the coolest area to be in is the Southeastern United States. Um, with the exception of Florida, which basically is the sixth borough of New York, um, except (laughs) until you get into central Florida, right? But gasoline was the single largest contributor to inflation last month in August. And it accounted for more than half of that increase just for the month. So, I mean, gas prices, uh, mm, not a pretty picture right now. It really is not, especially as you say, if you're, if you're living out West, but thankfully <laughs> we are, we're here in that little, that sort of blue area on this, this heat map from, from AAA. Um, and so that kind of leads us into, you know, why in the world does inflation, because the numbers, the numbers do show this, that inflation uh, affects seniors, retirees in a disproportionate way. Um, they, they feel it more. Why is that uh, when we kind of look at the numbers, maybe the different categories of things that that people buy? Yeah, because retirees tend to spend larger portions of their income on those items that are highly affected by the rising cost of living. So if you're a retiree or a senior listening to this show right now, you are likely spending a large part of your income on housing, on food on healthcare and on gas, all of which are seeing the full effects of inflation. And in, in addition, you know, inflation hurts those who are living off of savings and have less money actually invested in the market, which could otherwise provide somewhat higher yields. Okay. Retirees are much more likely to be dependent on their savings than a younger working person who might receive cost of living increases to their salaries and who can afford to have more money at risk in the market. Yeah. 
and the the recent uh, you know kind of rise in inflation leaves a lot of retirees with just tough tough decisions to make about how to protect their retirement savings while still covering the cost of living. I mean, it, it's not an easy thing. The pensions have been at least historically a common um, source of retirement income for for a lot of people, but. You know, even those who are lucky enough to still have a pension, if you worked, you know, your 40 year career for for Sears or or for whatever big uh, company that that offered a, a pension, um, many of those pensions are struggling to keep up with the rising costs with that inflation number. You know, most right. of the private pensions don't even have a kind of COLA or cost of living adjustment built in uh, the kind that you see with Social Security. Right. Which leads me to ask the question, you know, is Social Security even keeping up with inflation? And and I think we would both agree that the answer is overwhelmingly no. Right. I mean, even with last year's eight point seven percent increase, inflation was like holding my beer and went up to nine point one percent. Right. It wasn't even funny. Uh, you were, you know, most people were going, Woo-hoo, look at this cost of living adjustment, eight point seven. When you combine that with the year before it was like over 15 percent. But then the rising cost and and the diminished purchasing power is is what really loomed in last year all the way through present day and folks are feeling it okay while social security does offer those cost of living adjustments they often fall short on the actual increase in prices according to the consumer price index yeah and that's why you know retirees who rely solely on social security which is not a not a great place to to be in obviously yeah i hope that most of our listeners are not counting solely on you know social security that is yes that is that is so true you you and me both um but if you are in that situation if you find yourself in that unfortunate situation you could really see insufficient income moving forward. And for a couple of different reasons, which we'll kind of go over here as we as we talk more about Social Security. But um, the Senior Citizens League, which is likely this this nonprofit sort of advocacy organization for seniors, um, they've done some research here. Social Security benefits have lost more than 30 percent of their purchasing purchasing power, I should say, since 2000 uh, due in large part to inadequate colas, the cost of living adjustment, and rising health care costs. Uh, did you just say 30%? Like three zero percent? 30%, yes. That's like a third. Yep. So, so you know, these senior citizens that are relying on Social Security can now purchase a third less than they were able to purchase just 23 years ago? Yeah, that that's according wow. to this research. That's exactly what it shows. And, you know, I mean, and that that's why this group, the Senior Citizen League, is calling on Congress to pass a bill that would basically base the COLA on an inflation index that is specifically geared toward tracking the cost that seniors pay, right? It's the CPIE, which is the Consumer Price Index for the Elderly. Um, And they believe, you know, that that would really be a lot more effective than the current situation right now, um, which is right. the consumer price index for urban age workers, wage earners, yeah, I should say. That that's grossly underestimating, you know, the 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 impact that inflation is having on Social Security beneficiaries because it doesn't effectively consider expenses such as healthcare or housing, right? So, I mean, if they're supporting legislation with the CPIE for the elderly, 
which guarantees 3% each and every single year, as well as several other bills that would better protect the purchasing power of Social Security benefits, that's going to be a, a pretty impressive thing uh, if they're able to get that legislation passed for seniors, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and getting any legislation passed these days is pretty impressive, I, I feel like. But that would be kind of just really a breakthrough and a huge Term change. limits. Right. Yeah. Huh. Uh, they actually introduced, it's so funny, they introduced a bill for term limits for the uh, for the Supreme Court the other day. And I said, all for that. And how about Congress and the Senate as well? You know, <laughs> like, let's hit the House and the Senate, please. Because, yeah, the, the right now the executive branch has way too much power. Well, I mean, there you go. You spread, spread it around. Spread it around a little. Um, but, yeah, the, the Senior Citizen League uh, also is supporting some legislation that would give beneficiaries a modest boost in benefits to help compensate for years of those excessively low colas. I mean, we've been through that chart before, actually, Mike, here on the show, and there have been some times over the past decade where uh, kind of like mid-2010s, the big goose egg, you know, there was zero, zero. Yeah, big zero uh, cola. Yeah. And yeah. Not a... <laughs> Bupkis. <laughs> to, like nothing. <laughs> completely nothing. Um, but yeah, and those years are not fun. So even, you know, make it up for that in in some legislation that would be helpful as well um because you know you're looking at we talked about that 8.7 percent cost of living adjustment from last year uh, well the senior citizen league last week said that social security cost of living adjustment the cola would likely be 3.2 percent for 2024 so a lot less than what we've seen the previous year you know and and, and if the fed does manage to get inflation back reined in under 3%, then woo, you got 20 basis points above. So, I mean, get excited, folks. <laughs> but, yeah, that's right. But does it make up for all of those, uh, you know, other years where it fell short? No. Um, but hey, you know, it, it's something. You got to take the little victories where you can. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, overall, uh, the rate of inflation significantly lower than a year ago. But most older Americans report that persistently high prices are still obviously affecting their household budgets. That's according to uh, the Senior Citizen League survey there. And according to the Social Security Administration itself, the um, the main Social Security trust fund, the OASI, that's Old Age and Survivors Insurance Trust Fund, is only going to be able to pay 100% of its total scheduled benefits until... If you're a regular listener to the show, it's pop quiz time, 2033. That's right. If that was your guest, you get a gold star. Um, and that's one year earlier than reported last year. After that, Mike, only going to be enough money there to pay 77% of scheduled benefits. Mm -hmm. Which means that almost a quarter of your Social Security, 23%, is evaporated, gone, zip, zilch, not a just fart in the wind. Why? Because it stinks. <laughs> Uh, it does. It really, really does. And it, it stinks and it's blowing away. And that that's a, a great metaphor and a very disturbing one at the same time. I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it really does. That That's what it means for, for retirees, for pre-retirees. Um, you know, benefits paid out by the program have exceeded the money coming in for a couple of years now since 2021. And the trust fund expected to be complete to, to be depleted rather in a decade. And um, it's in part due to the slower growth in the economy that we've seen. Of course, the pandemic had a big impact on that, as we've talked about with the supply chain issues, the issues with the with the job market and, and that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just been a struggle. And unless changes are made, all right, before then, well before then, to shore up the program, 
66 million Social Security recipients, which is not an insignificant number of people, are going to see their benefits cut by 23 to 25%. And meanwhile, the Medicare trust fund, which supplements payments to hospitals and nursing homes, is also running out of cash. And that could result in an 11% pay cut to healthcare providers unless changes are made actually two years sooner by 2031. And, and that deadline is coming up uh, much faster. Uh, but yet, I guess a, a glimmer of hope is that it's actually three years later than had been forecast last year. So, you know, if you're out there and you've been listening to Matt and I just talk about all this negativity when it comes to the rising cost of living, your diminished purchasing power, not relying on Social Security and being able to exist at your current standard of living as well as afford health health care, then correctly choosing when to start taking your Social Security is perhaps the most important decision you will ever make when planning for retirement, and you only have one chance to get it right. So please, please, please let us help you consider all of your options with our free Social Security Maximization Report. We believe that you deserve to get back what you have paid in all of your entire life, working career. And in order to take advantage of that free offer, and that's just for our listeners, please give me a call, 704 704- 560-1573 or go to the website Money Matters with Mike, all one word, all spelled out today and schedule your complimentary retirement consultation. Yeah. And, and when we say complimentary here, we absolutely mean it. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And you will only work with Mike if you decide on a mutual basis that it is a right fit for you. And if that's what you want to do going forward. Um, and, and really, that is one of the things that I would suggest that you do if you want to protect your retirement from these rising costs. Um, first of all, let's let's run through some steps that people can take, Mike, and, and we'll we'll talk more about that consultation, about that process and all a little bit uh, later on here in just a few minutes. But some steps that people can take to protect their retirement from inflation, one is to diversify, right? Diversify those investments. Just make sure you have things spread around different asset classes. And, and, and that is no secret, right? We have talked about in any financial professional worth his weight in salt or her weight in salt is always talked about being well diversified. So that can help mitigate the impact of the rising cost of living. But you need to consider a mix of different asset classes. So obviously, you know, you want to have some stocks, some equities, but you may also consider those fixed indexed annuities that we talk about. Why? Because they have income riders that are automatically adjusted for inflation and can help you keep play pace with inflation during the entirety of your retirement. You might want to invest in real estate because if you've checked the markets lately, the prices of housing is not coming down. And then alternative assets, maybe a multi-year guaranteed annuity that right now they're paying upwards of five, six percent. You know, so these are some ways that you can diversify within your portfolio that you might not have thought of. And you just thought of maybe doing stocks, mutual funds, ETFs and bonds. Yeah. And if those are the only things that cross your mind, this is the reason that you need to reach out to Mike Zano. Go to moneymatterswithmike.com. Once again, 
to do that and uh, get a, another opinion and, and more perspective in your retirement planning. Um, another way to protect your retirement from inflation, delay Social Security benefits. You're basically giving yourself a raise every year when you do that. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the things that I always suggest people do before they decide on when to take Social Security is just go get a, a very, very, very comprehensive physical. I mean, think about this, folks out there. How many people have you seen who've retired and then within a year or two, they drop dead? Most of those people didn't know that there was anything wrong with them. And if they did, they probably would have made different decisions, number one, about how they spent their time, and then number two, about how they spent their money. So if you get a clean bill of health and you know that your family uh, longevity, as far as your family history, people live well into their 80s or even 90s or above, consider delaying your Social Security benefits because that can just lead to much higher uh, monthly payments in the future. And that strategy can provide you with a substantial income stream later in retirement when you may need it most. Yeah. And another way to sort of protect from uh, from uh, inflation, from the rising cost of living is to, not a fun one, but it's to consider part time work. You know, a lot of people might go to go back to work, Mike, in retirement if they, if they want to, if they just get bored and want to do something with their time. And great. But you don't want to necessarily find yourself in a situation where you go to back to work in retirement because you have to. Right. Yeah. And some retirees choose to work part time uh, or maybe they pursue gig work in retirement. You know, I was talking to a gentleman earlier uh, this month who was just really handy with his hands and, and did a lot of woodworking. And he was making these beautiful birdhouses. And I was like, you know, you could put that online and probably sell it for a hundred dollars because I don't know if there are any birders listening. Um, but, you know, birdhouses are they go north of a hundred dollars. And he said, you know what? I'll try it. He sold it within minutes of putting it online. So, you know, that can provide additional income and supplement your retirement savings and help combat that fear of running out of money. Plus, you know, many enjoy uh, just keeping active by saying somewhat involved in the workplace. You're socially engaged, you're mentally engaged. And oh, yeah, it puts a little extra jingle in your pocket. And so, you know, before you decide to pull the trigger on retirement, I would make sure that you have a plan, number one, for how you're going to spend your time, right? And then obviously, and this goes without saying, although I will say it, make sure you have a retirement income plan. Yeah, absolutely. 100% required for you to do that because uh, without it, it, it can be very, very difficult um, to just know how you're going to live month to month in retirement. And um, you want to have that, that, you know, guarantee that peace of mind in your you know retirement years and so you got to make a plan that's what this is all about is is you know calling attention to these issues so that we can say hey this is what you need to do make a plan and then work that plan and and then you'll be set up and and good to go but and this next point here mike is something that is um definitely important to to point out because it's not a, a set it and forget it kind of a thing you don't just want to put the plan in place and then, you know, 40 years down the road, be surprised when, oh, I don't have enough income in retirement or, oh, I don't, the, my nest egg isn't as big as I thought it was or whatever that the issue might be, because you want to take time to recalibrate. And, and in this particular instance, we're talking about recalibrating your budget. And I think this is where, you know, a financial professional definitely comes into play. So, you know, because you don't want to set it and forget it, your finances require regular monitoring. 
and adjustments to get the most out of what you have worked so hard for. And so being able to carefully manage those expenses by creating that realistic budget is going to help accomplish that goal. Make sure you're not overspending. Make sure you're not depleting your savings too quickly. Yeah, that can spell disaster uh, for you in your everyday life, but especially, you know, if you're in the you know retirement planning mode here and and trying to save and and um you know make sure that you have enough money to make it through retirement a retirement income you can count on uh, you want to make sure that the right amount of money is going toward that and that everything is set up properly and then adjust it as needed you also want to stay informed i mean hey you're doing that today by listening to money matters with mike and we appreciate it so so much there's more, though, that, that you can do besides listening to the show here, Mike. Right. You can stay up to date with different financial news. You can, you know, I know nobody likes watching the news because it just seems like all doom and gloom, but specifically financial news, paying attention to the different economic trends and being aware of inflationary pressures and then adjusting your financial strategy accordingly is, is key. It's paramount to protecting your retirement. Yes, it is. And then also my favorite one uh, here is to consult with a financial professional. I I've said this in the kind of in the beginning a little bit, but we, we need to reemphasize it here because, you know, you, you try to go it alone when you're planning for retirement and it can be a difficult thing. You might think, oh, I've got all this figured out. This is great. I've got my 401k at work. I've got, you know, this, that or the other. And you think, okay, well, I'm, I'm all set. That's all I need to do. Uh, but then again, you don't want to be surprised later on when you figure out the hard way that your situation isn't quite as rosy as you thought it might be. Yeah. And so, you know, financial professionals, folks, they come in all shapes and sizes. Some of them are geared more toward helping you grow your nest egg when you're just getting started. They're helping you create the budget. They're helping you, you know, eliminate debt and stuff. And then others actually specialize in retirement planning. So that's who our listeners need to concentrate on. And, and I happen to know a good one because, you know, the, the person I'm referring to can provide tailored advice, right? Tailored to you and your complex situation and make sure that your retirement finances will last at least as long as you do. Hey, I think I know that guy too. Um, Mike Zeno is his name. Uh, you could actually go to the website for this very show. It's moneymatterswithmike.com, moneymatterswithmike, all one word, dot com. You could also give him a call at uh, 704-560-1573, 704-560-1573. And Mike, if somebody calls you, if they give that call or if they, they go to the website, fill out that contact form, what happens then? I mean, this is a free consultation we're talking about for our listeners that is when we say, you know, free of any cost, we mean it. Free of any obligation, we absolutely mean it. Yeah. So, I mean, the first phone call that you you and I are going to have is just going to be, hey, how's it going? You know, tell me a little bit about yourself. I'll tell you a little bit about me. It's more of a discovery call just to find out where you are in life, where you are in your retirement planning journey. And then if we decide that we're going to go a little bit di deeper and dive you know, much, much deeper than I'm going to ask for some documents. And we're going to go and really examine everything. Okay. Exactly uh, how much you are paying in fees will help you cut unnecessary costs. We're going to analyze your entire financial situation and all the things that a lot of, you know, financial professionals 
kind of omit, they leave out. Well, we're much more of a, of a 360 degree holistic approach. And so we can help you with things like social security maximization planning. We talked about that a little bit earlier today in the free report. Um, we can help you with things like Medicare because, you know, with part A, with part B, with part C, part D, and then, oh yeah, there are supplements, plan in, plan G, plan out. Like it can be extremely confusing. So bottom line is, is we're going to you know compare what your current situation is to what's possible if you work with me. Okay. I don't take for granted for one second that it is your money. It's important to you and therefore it's important to me. And that it really is the kind of person that you want to work with folks. It's someone who, you know, has an, uh, an obligation, an interest to help you and not just just be in it for themselves that that the kind of used car salesman vibe uh which is the opposite of mike zeno what you hear here on the radio is what you get uh with with mike and all of our listeners i think who have called and, and talked to you mike have found that out that there is no reason to be sort of intimidated or anything because it's you know it's like talking to a friend really when i uh, you know and i'm a little biased i work with you every week but still I um, have to say the feedback that I've heard, you know, from those listeners who have called, it's the same thing. It, it is. I mean, I sit on the same side of the table as you folks out there listening. My goal is just to help you not make stupid mistakes that will cause huge ramifications later on in life. All right. That is my ultimate goal. And the more people I help, you know, obviously, you know, the better, the better it is for, for all of us together. Yeah, absolutely right. And, uh, you know, we do believe here, folks, that you are entitled to that complimentary no obligation consultation. The whole point of this show, by the way, uh, as Mike always mentions in the beginning, is to educate you, to empower you, to take control of your financial future. Don't, you know, look and say, oh, God, I wish I'd known, you know, don't 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 do that later on in life. Find out now. And you can go to moneymatterswithmike.com to find out. And, and, you know, we're coming into the holiday season. I've already seen Christmas stuff in the department stores, which, Ugh. I mean, I can't even believe it, right? I mean, we're barely, we barely just had Labor Day and right. there's already Christmas stuff out. Don't put it in the drawer of procrastination and then, you know, something that you mean to do and then you just never get around to doing it before it's too late. So I'm going to challenge you, if this has kind of been weighing on your mind a little bit, Pick up the dadgum phone and give me a call, 704-560-1573. If I don't answer, leave me a message. I promise you, I will call you back. You're not going to have to press one to speak English with me, and I won't stick you into a quagmire of automation. The telephone number that I just gave you is my personal cell phone number. Millions of people have it. It's the only number I've had since 1997. And, you know, I want to treat you the same way I would expect to be treated and one of the things that drives me absolutely bonkers is when I have to press one to speak English or when I get stuck pressing nine different prompts before I can actually speak to a human who then is located in some offshore call center. That's not going to happen with me. If you know your party's extension, please dial it now. Now that you won't run into that with Mike Zeno because he's the extension uh, when you call that number uh, 704-560-1573. That is what you will get. Mike Zeno himself. Um, and OK, so, so you know, a lot of uh, talk about rising costs, about the struggle to keep up with the cost of living. 
Um, there are ways, though, uh, aside from the things that we just discussed just before we we talked about the free consultation there, there are other ways to sort of hedge against inflation when it comes to your retirement plan. And one of those ways is through a fixed indexed annuity. And that's what we want to talk about here in this next uh, portion of the show for a few minutes. Uh, how can FIAs, as they're known in, in the biz, um, fixed indexed annuities offer that protection from inflation? Right. The first thing that I want to point out to all of our listeners who just kind of, you know, rolled their eyes like really, really hard and like hard pass, right? When we mention the word annuities, is that not all annuities are created equally. There are some out there that I cannot stand, right? The old type annuities, which believe it or not, there are still some out there, especially if you're a federal employee listening to this in the TSP annuity, which is administered through uh, Snoopy, MetLife, okay? Uh, for an example, those annuities, you traded your money for a payment of X, whatever that payment was. And as soon as you did that, you could never change your mind. And if you ever needed access to lump sum cash, you couldn't get any. OK. And then when you died, guess who got the money? It wasn't your beneficiaries. It built Snoopy a bigger flying doghouse. And so, you know, you need to be aware that there are things like fixed indexed annuities, which provide 100 percent principal protection because your money is placed into one or multiple different index choices. And those can be the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, Goldman Sachs has an index, Barclays has an index. I mean, there are numerous indices that you and I will work together and decide which, which one or ones most benefits you and, and your beliefs. Okay. And so while your money and the returns on your money are tied to the stock market index, your money is not actually invested in the stock market. And so that allows you to enjoy market-like gains without the risk. And we only recommend the FIAs that offer 100% principal protection and that have a 100% financial reserve requirement. All right. So you may have money in a CD in a bank. Your bank is only required to keep 10% of all of its account holders in cash on hand. While the companies we deal with are required to not only have 100% cash on hand, but they're also required to have a surplus so that your money invested is as safe as possible. Another thing that reason that I love the fixed indexed annuities is that you can actually draw a pension, uh, a personal pension, like in, in the form of an income for life. And so while they provide those market like gains in principal protection, they also can provide income payments that are guaranteed to last as long as you do, no matter how long you live, even if you take out more than what you paid in. And once you turn on the income, you'll receive a monthly check every single month. And what does that do? It protects you from longevity risk. And why is longevity risk a concern? Well, if you haven't heard, people are living longer than ever before, and ultimately, it avoids the number one fear of retirees altogether, which is running out of money. It's feared more than death itself, folks. So if, you know, if you're interested in learning more about the different types of annuities that we can maybe plug into, because not everybody will qualify for them, then we need to have a conversation. Yeah. And you can get that conversation started by going to moneymatterswithmike.com. 
MoneyMattersWithMike.com or go uh, on the phone. <laughs> Pick up that phone and give them a call. 704-560-1573. 704-560-1573. It's This Week in History. Well, some landmark things happened on this day in our history, Mike. And the first one uh, is a birthday. Uh, on September 23rd of 1949, the boss, Bruce Springsteen, was born in Long Branch, New Jersey. Of course, the singer-songwriter has sold more than 150 million albums worldwide. He's 23rd on the Rolling Stone list of greatest artists of all time. So a happy birthday to Bruce Springsteen. That, that sounds about right. Happy 74th, sir. Okay. On this date in 1969, American film Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid has its world premiere and quickly became a Western classic. And that starred Paul Newman and Robert Redford. And it actually collected seven Academy Awards, including Best Story and Screenplay. And that film was ranked as the seventh greatest Western of all time by the American Film Institute. Wow. A very, very good one there. I know my dad loved that that particular movie. Uh, he would loved all Westerns, but that one in particular. September 24th uh, of 1789, big uh, moment in our history. The first Supreme Court was established. Uh, it was the Judiciary Act. It was passed by Congress and signed into law by President George Washington, establishing the court as a six-justice gathering at the time. Um, President Washington named six justices, the, the most uh, famous of which was the Chief Justice John Jay uh, and, and, of course, the five associate justices to serve along with him. So big day in our country's history, legally speaking. Right. And then, you know, in an entertainment wise on September 24th, back in 1977, The Love Boat made its debut on ABC TV in that American romantic comedy slash drama. It actually aired from 1977 for 10 years all the way to 1986. It was part of ABC's very popular Saturday Night lineup. And that's going to just about wrap it up here for this week's show, Mike. We've got, uh, of course, another great episode on tap for next week. But this time around, uh, the clock tells me we're done. So thank you, sir, for everything that you do for us and for the show and for the listeners especially. And we'll talk at you next time. Again, Matt, appreciate you and everything you bring from a production standpoint and, you know, setting me up to, you know, sound and look as great, hopefully as I do, hopefully as I do, right? Listeners out there, if anything that I shared or Matt shared today on this week's show made sense to you and you could simply use some help with a free, no obligation retirement consultation, again, don't hesitate to give me a call. I do this show every single week to bring important information to people just like you. And I absolutely love meeting with our listeners. So whatever you're doing this weekend, I hope you enjoy it to the fullest of extent. And as always, make it a great day. Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit MoneyMattersWithMike.com or pick up the phone and call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573.
Not affiliated with the United States government, Mike Zeno does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of the respective owners. AmeriLife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or the results obtained from the use of this information. Remember, all of Mike's listeners receive a free financial consultation just for listening to the show. Visit MoneyMattersWithMike.com to learn more and schedule an appointment. Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer.